And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. You lost your magic. They knocked you off your game. Your Carlness went right out the window. What's with this Carlness? It's not even a, a real word. It's a conjunction, a preposition. It's a philosophy, a way of life. It's your name with Ness attached to it. Bob, listen to me. If you'd have done what I asked you to and come in my dressing room before the show, you'd have known that you weren't supposed to come out here until I introduced you. Jack, I tried to get into your dressing room, but I didn't have a nickel. I understand you're pretty funny as a DJ, and comedy is a kind of hobby of mine. Well, well actually, it's a little more than just a hobby. Reader's Digest is considering publishing two of my jokes. Really? Yeah. From Hollywood, it's time now for... Honey Dollar. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the loquacious Lisa Wolf. In this hour, we'll present a 1958 classic radio Christmas episode of Suspense, starring Raymond Burr. But it's time now for Name That Tune. Lisa Wolf Cullen will play short clips from popular songs, and a Hollywood 360 listener contestant named John and I will try to name that tune, right, Lisa? Right, we have John on the phone from Chicago. Hey, John. Hi, John. Lisa and Carl, how are you? We're good, buddy. How you doing? Great, great. Great. Well, right. I'm glad you called in, and I hope you're a fan of, I guess, this is just top songs of all time, according to Rolling Stone magazine. How does that sound? Sounds good. Sounds good. We'll find out. Okay. I'm counting on smart. you, John. He <laughs> sounds smart, and he's got a really good radio you, voice. I was just about to say that. You do have a great voice for radio, so <laughs> I'm not going to be here next week and all. <laughs> Okay. All right, here we go, John. All right, I'm going to play a clip from each song, and as soon as you know the title um, or who sings it, just shout it out. We're shouting. All right, go ahead and shout. Here's the first song. How does it feel? Rolling Stone. It's just like, like a Rolling Stone. It's like a Rolling Stone. Uh, oh, that's uh, that's uh, oh, Bob Dylan. <laughs> yes. Like a Rolling Stone, 1965 song by Bob Dylan. Am I up one? You're up one. So Columbia Records was unhappy with the song's length. It was over six minutes. So they were hesitant to release it, but ultimately reached number two on the Billboard charts. Really? Yep. Wow. There you go. All All right. right. All right. All right. You ready, John? John, I took my private I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Our next song goes back to 1965. Rolling Stones, Satisfaction. Satisfaction. Oh, you guys said it at the same time. All right. What is that, a tie? That's a tie. All right. All right, that was their first number one hit in the U.S. And honestly, one of the world's most popular songs. Yeah. I Can't Get No or Just Satisfaction. Get No! All right, John, we tied on that one, buddy. All right, not bad. Next one uh, goes back to 1971. Mom, What's going on? Yes, what's going Marvin on? Gaye? That's Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Uh, Cindy Lauper covered what's going on on her album uh, True Colors in '86, but this is the Marvin Gaye version. Marvin Gaye, the original, 1971. Wow. 
What a voice. What a voice. So, John, John, I'll ask John and I'll ask Lisa this question. Who sings better, me or Marvin Gaye? I'm going to leave that one to John. John, who do you think? Me or Marvin Gaye? I don't, want, I don't want to insult you on your own show, Carl. So, uh, <laughs> That's we'll just, right. Uh, we'll Good, leave answer. It be. Good answer. <laughs> I'm going to go with that as well. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> uh, good answer, John. All right. This next song is from 1965. What you want, baby? Respect, yep. uh, Aretha Franklin. Yep. All right. <laughs> so this is Respect, originally released by Otis Redding in 65. But it became a 67 hit and the signature song for Aretha Franklin. What a great tune. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Yeah, there it is. At least you know how to spell that one. <laughs> I'm not the best speller, John. No, I pretty much uh, tease him every week yeah, about something not that the best he misspells in general. Yeah. What was the word I spelled Finish. wrong today? Spinach. I text because we had pizza. We brought pizza in here, uh, Let John. me tell you how he spelled it. S-P-I-N-I-S-C-H. I was close. <laughs> I mean, a couple of extra letters, maybe. A couple of letters off, but you were Just so couple, close. I mean. But respect, you got that one. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. There you go. Okay. All right. And you got Oklahoma because they spell that one, too. Right? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if I could. That's, that's tougher. <laughs> that's a little tougher. I don't we'll know if I want to go there live on the okay. air here. <laughs> All right. This next song is was released in 1966. Uh, I love the colorful That's the doors? No. No, it's a, but Beach Boys. Uh, good vibrations, Beach Boys. Yes, Scottish, good vibrations. Oh, Beach Boys. Good vibrations. Beach Boys. Uh, composed by Brian Wilson, lyrics by Mike Love, released in 66. Can yeah. you believe it? 1966? What? I, I feel like we still you hear were, this song you now. You were like 45, right? I was 46. Oh, you're 46. You were so close. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Here. was 46 and I was three when in 1966. Exactly. <laughs> Good vibration. I don't know. I think John's uh, oh, got John's, beat John's on this beating one. me. Yeah. This four. is the last song. I can't win because John more. has four and I have two. Well, so. that's that's good. I'm a loser. Yeah. Well, we, again, we don't want to insult you on your own <laughs> show. We've got one more song. It's from 1958. Johnny Be Good. Yes. Oh man. Johnny Be Good, written and first recorded by. Chuck Berry? Yeah, no, he's got it. Chuck Berry oh. is absolutely right. Wow. Yep. Way to go, John. Johnny Be Good is considered one of the most recognizable songs in the history of pop music. Yeah? yeah except to you, but to <laughs> everyone else. <laughs> you know, John knows his music, and he's got a great radio voice. Yes. Should be on the, you should be on the radio, John. Maybe on, he is. Man. Are you on well, the radio? Whenever, whenever you need help, Carl, just right. reach out. I'm all right, he doesn't pay well, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's all for the glory. <laughs> uh, way to go, John. By the way, Carl, you're yes. right. The suspense you're playing this hour, I think, is one of uh, one of the best suspenses of all time. It really, really is. And, uh, and we have a really good-sounding uh, quality of it, a uh, copy of it. So great job, John. It's a pleasure having you on the uh, air. Merry Christmas to you, buddy. Thanks, John. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you, too. Thank you, buddy. Take care. All right, when we come back, as John said, one of the best episodes of Suspense. It's coming your way, and it stars Raymond Burr, so stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. 
And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. So we have for years had listeners say, why don't you guys have like a Hollywood 360 shirt or a Hollywood 360 hat or a Hollywood 360 coffee mug? Well, guess what? We have all three now. We finally listened. Yeah, we. it took us 13 years. <laughs> but we got there. But you know what we did? You know, we like to do things right around here at Hollywood 360. That's why we have Mike Estella, the best uh, producer, engineer in the in the business, cleans up these shows, make them sound great. We only have the best. That's that's. I really truly believe that. We have a great team here, amazing, amazing classic radio shows. Lisa's incredible. Mike's incredible. And when we do something, we want to do it right. So we we found an awesome company to work with for the mugs. These are like oversized coffee mugs. They're really cool. And they say Hollywood 360 on them. We have these really high-quality baseball caps that say Hollywood 360 and T-shirts that also say Hollywood 360. And we put them all together in a bundle with 10 classic radio shows. So you get the whole thing sent to you. And if you order it right away, you can get it in time for Christmas. You'd have to order it, like, pretty quick if you want it as a Christmas present. Um, consider ordering it today. Just go to our um, our website, which is Hollywood360radio.com at the top. Just uh, click Merchandise, and then you'll see this bundle, right? Right. I also posted a photo of all of these items on our Facebook page with a link as well. And I will tell you that all of these items are very high quality, very, very soft t-shirt. You could sleep in it. You could wear it around the house or you can wear it out. I wear mine all the time. I wore it today. Really? Yeah, I really did. It's an, under all that. Uh... It's not, not right now, but I wore it today. Actually, oh, today. I was going to say it's under all <laughs> I of have the... a different Hollywood 360 sweatshirt on right now, okay. but um, we hope that you'll check it out. And uh, it's a great, great gift. Yeah. And here's what we want you to do. If you do order the merchandise bundle, make sure you take a picture of yourself wearing the hat, maybe drinking some coffee. Hopefully you're going to drink Dancing Moon Coffee, which is my new favorite. But, um, you know, take a picture and send it to us. We'd love to see it. We'll post some of the, you know, if you don't want us to post a picture, let us know. But if you send it to us, we'll post it. And um, yeah, spread the word because we have um, we have some great merchandise now some great wear some swag as they say shirt hat coffee mug and uh, of course some classic radio cds while you're drinking your coffee listen to the classic radio shows also really quick i want to mention that good old days magazine i we just played a commercial for good old days the november december issue is out and i wrote an article about jack benny in it and you can digitally download a uh, christmas episode of Jack Benny as well when you're a member. But um, Good Old Days is just an incredible magazine. And um, for our listeners, they have a 75% off special. Just go to our website, Hollywood360radio.com, and scroll down, click the Good Old Days banner. It will take you to a special page where you can save 75% off the cover price. Plus, You'll also get a free gift. So go to Hollywood360radio.com, click the Good Old Days banner, and um, start getting your magazine. I signed Mike up. I signed Lisa up. I signed myself up, and I signed my mom up. And uh, I hope you love the magazine. And I know you get it every single well, it's Every it's, other month. It's every other month, mm-hmm. right. Six issues a year. Okay, 
We've been uh, touting this suspense episode. If you've never heard this program, you will absolutely love it. It's one of the best episodes from the series. It's called Out for Christmas. It's about a man who gets out of prison at Christmas time and decides to seek revenge on those who put him there. Very interesting and uh, actually a very heartwarming story. Let's go back to December 21st, 1940, uh, excuse me, 1958. Oh, wow. Suspense lasted mm-hmm. until 19, I think, 62. So this particular episode was late in the run. Raymond Burr, Ironside, and Perry Mason on TV. He stars in this episode. Here's Out for Christmas, part one of Suspense. Suspense. And the producer of radio's outstanding theater of thrills, the master of mystery and adventure, William N. Robeson. We who are in the business of keeping you in suspense find ourselves in a quandary at this time of the year. The elements of suspense, murder, mayhem, and macabre mischief are awkwardly out of place at this festival of peace and love. Yet that first Christmas was full of suspense. There was the problem of lodgings for the delicate mother that chill evening when there was no room at the inn. And there was great mystery when suddenly the star appeared in the east. Finally, there was the magnificent climax and happy ending when the three kings of the Orient arrived at last bearing gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. We feel that we cannot improve upon this tale, so we will bring you another, along with our best wishes for a most merry Christmas. Listen, listen then, as Mr. Raymond Burr stars in Out for Christmas, which begins in just a moment. Here's actress Joan Bennett. It's terrible to try to act with a dreadful cold. To feel better quickly, I take four-way cold tablets, the fast way to relieve nasty cold distress. Yes, tests of four leading cold tablets proved four-way fastest acting of all. Amazing four-way starts in minutes to relieve aches, pains, headache, reduce fever, calm, upset stomach, also overcomes irregularity. When you catch cold, try my way. Take four-way cold tablets, the fast way to relieve cold distress. Four-way, 29 and 59 cents. Here's a word about another fine product of Grove Laboratories. Had dandruff for years? Now get rid of it in three minutes with Fitch Dandruff Remover Shampoo. Three minutes with Fitch regularly is guaranteed to keep unsightly dandruff away forever. Apply Fitch before wetting hair. Rub in one minute. Add water. Lather one minute. Then rinse one minute. Every trace of dandruff goes down the drain. Three minutes with Fitch. Embarrassing dandruff's gone. Fitch can also leave hair up to 35% brighter. Get Fitch Dandruff Remover Shampoo today. And now, Out for Christmas, starring Mr. Raymond Burr, a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. I hadn't figured on being out for Christmas, but my prison record paid off. Takes a lot of good behavior to knock time off and a Armed robbery and assault rap, but I was a good boy, model prisoner. Took everything they threw at me with a... Well, not exactly with a smile. I don't smile much. But I took it without griping. So I'm out for Christmas. And Christmas is as good a time as any for what I gotta do. The town looked cruddy. The 
Got phony tin Christmas trees in the lampposts along the main drag and colored lights all over the joint and Christmas carols screeching at you from loudspeakers everywhere. Even the saloons got red and green streamers all over the place and the bar mirrors all frosted like snow. The big bowl of slop called Tom and Jerry they're pushing. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, what would it be? A little Christmas cheer? A hot Tom and Jerry, maybe? Ain't you got any whiskey? Oh, sure. We got whiskey. Give me a straight shot. Okay. Can't you get anything on that jute box but them Christmas carols? What's the matter? Don't you like carols? Oh, well, they stink. <laughs> you won't think so after you get a couple of belts under your belt. Do you think so? Sure, it's Christmas, man. Yeah, so I heard. <sighs> that tastes good. Real good. Say, you look sort of familiar. Uh, don't I know you from someplace? I was wondering how long it'd take. Yeah, the voice is familiar, your eyes sort of... Joe, Joe what? Joe, I heard you was going to get out soon. Charlie Jones told me. But I didn't know you'd be out for Christmas. Yeah, they got big-hearted. Say, you put on a little weight. Yeah, that's why I didn't recognize you. 30 pounds, prison child. But you look real good, Joe, real good. Yeah. Hey, where is Charlie? He been in tonight? Mm, not yet, but he'll be around probably. Gotta see him. You know where he's living at? Yeah, he's got a room over on 4th Street. Room? I figured he'd be living in a flop house. Oh, not Charlie. He's doing okay since he got out. Got a steady job. How about you, Joe? You got a job lined up? Yeah, I got a job lined up. A uh, good job? It'll be good. As good as I can make it. minute shopping really got you down? Are you dashing and prancing all over the town? You bought a lot of presents and you still have lots to go? Well, go, 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 get a Scripto. You don't have to know a size. You don't worry about the fit. A new Scripto pen or pencil always makes a hit for mom or dad or sister, Aunt Jane or Uncle Joe. Go, 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 get a Scripto. Go, 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 get a Scripto. Get a Scripto. Here's the easy, convenient way to finish all your Christmas shopping in a matter of minutes with Scripto pens and pencils, available at stores everywhere. All Scriptos, costing a dollar or more, are handsomely gift-boxed. See the famous Scripto satellite. The satellite outwrites any other pen you've ever used. Costs only $1.95. Enjoy one-stop gift shopping. Go, 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 get a Scripto. Give a Scripto. Scripto. All right, that's the first portion of Out for Christmas on Suspense. You know, when I said 1958, Lisa was like, wow, right? No, you said 1960. No, no, well, Suspense was on until 1962. Right. So this was late in the oh, run. Right. And she was like, Suspense was still on in 1962? Right. Yes, and uh, it was one of the last dramatic radio shows. Suspense and yours truly, Johnny Dollar. I'm trying to think. There was one, maybe one other one. I think maybe Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke yeah. was still on in, in the 60s. But, uh, yeah, suspense lasted until 1962. Yeah. Um, so this was pretty late in the run. Now, um, I'm, I'm listening to this show, and I'm hearing these commercials on there, like Scripto and the uh, whatever the other one was. And I remember when I first started getting into classic radio, and I got this episode somewhere, you know, bought bought this on probably a cassette or something like that. 
It didn't have any of these commercials. It had, you know, them all taken out. But we have the master recordings that CBS provided us, and this was how it aired back in 1958 with the original commercials. And I, you know, I debate about sometimes, you know, do we play the original commercials or not? We we uh, we often do. We, we usually play all the original commercials. And I know some people are like, ah, why? Don't play the commercials. Just play the shows. But it, it's it's a historical perspective, right? You know, right. you hear these commercials, sure. like these singing commercials and sometimes cigarette commercials. Right, not only the way they present the commercials, but even the products themselves. Uh, yeah. Give you a little insight into what was happening in the time. I think it's, I think as, because uh, we're purists here with uh, these radio shows, we don't edit things out. We like to play them, especially if you're a classic radio club member. We leave all the, all the cigarette commercials in and everything. On radio, we can't play cigarette commercials. But we'll get back to this terrific episode in a minute, so stick around. Hi, Carl Amari here. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, Suspense, and Burns and Allen, consider becoming a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows in superior sound quality, along with historical liner notes and photos of the radio stars. The 10 shows I'll send you will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. Members also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour holiday Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. The digital links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 and Radio Rarities whenever you'd like. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. And when you join the Classic Radio Club, there's no long-term commitment. You can cancel at any time. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Don't forget, sign up for our podcast. Get this show sent to you every Monday, the full five-hour show. You won't miss a beat of what we're doing. You get all the radio shows, the banter, and our fun and our games, all five hours sent to you in an uh, email every Monday. You just click and listen. You can scroll backwards and forwards and save it the links never expire and um it's great i can't wait monday mornings i get the podcast and then you know what i do you listen to your own voice yeah <laughs> but here's what i do with the podcast so i have i have um in my, i guess i'm in front of my computer basically all day you know all week long and i just take my phone and i play it on the phone and i have it like on a little like a stand and then I'm I, I'm on my computer and I listen to the show. That's yeah. That's I, I mean it, that's what you can do for a podcast and you can stop and start and fast forward when Carl gets a little boring. You. you know, I fast forward. No, past that's you. what I do for you. But um, but I listen to myself a lot. I'm sure. That, and fast forward <laughs> past you a lot. Right. So well, that's understandable. You know, I mean, you don't get enough of yourself. You need a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> Right. I don't get enough being me. Right. So I might as well listen to me, too. Right. Right. You just need a little more Carl in your life. Right. Just a little bit more. Um, well, anyway, that's what I do. I listen to the show. And I know uh, and I know a lot of people do. We have a lot of people yes, that subscri- subscribe to it. So, folks, if you're not one of our podcast subscribers, 
consider doing it. Support the show and go to Hollywood360radio.com. Sign up for our podcast. Okay, we're listening to, as I said, one of the best episodes from the 22-year suspense series. 22 years on the air, Lisa. And I think this is in the top five episodes of suspense. It's called Out for Christmas. Let's go back to a broadcast date of December 21st, 1958. Raymond Burr starring. Here's the conclusion to Suspense. And now, starring Mr. Raymond Burr, Act Two of Out for Christmas. This room and house where Charlie was staying loused up for Christmas. There was a moth-eaten poinsettia wreath in the door and red and green lights in the landlady's window. Charlie's room was on the fourth floor at the back. Joe! Yeah. Oh, so they let you out for Christmas. Yeah. Well, come on in. <laughs> Gee, it's good to see you, Joe. <laughs> good to see you, Charlie. Say, what the... What you got there? Oh, that's an electric train. Just a minute, I'll turn it off. Electric train? What for? Oh, my sister's kid. That's all he talks about for Christmas. An electric train. <laughs> so I got him one at a discount at the place where I work, but I wanted to see if it works okay. You know how it is. Yeah. So what's the idea of the Christmas tree? Well, uh, living by myself and all, I thought I'd have my, my own tree. It's just a little one. You lost your marbles? Well, it's Christmas, Joe. <laughs> Guys in cell block four ought to see you now playing with electric trains into your own Christmas tree. Well, I bet they'd like to be doing the same thing. Not me. Did you check up on Malloy like I asked you to? Yeah. Yes, he's still on the police force. Good. You got a gun? No, no. I, I don't have no use for guns anymore. Know where I can get one? Well, sure, I guess I could locate one. Well, I told you to. In my last letter, I told you. Get a gun for me, I said. I know, Joe, but... Look, pal, I thought that... Well, I hope maybe you'd change your mind. Charlie, from the day he testified against me, I swore I'd get him. His testimony did it, you know. That's what convicted me. He sent me up. He had to testify the way he did. He didn't have to be so convincing. But, Joe, what good'll it do? You'll only get the chair. Ah, I'm not afraid of the chair. I've seen enough of life. It stinks. I ain't in love with it. I'd just as soon leave it so long as I take that rat with me. But it ain't only him, Joe. What do you mean? He's married now. You kidding? What kind of a dizzy broad would want him? You ain't gonna like this, Joe. Ain't gonna like what? The dizzy broad that married him is Lucille. Lucille. My Lucille. That's right. I'm sorry, Joe. Funny. It's real funny. She wrote me. She she couldn't wait for me no longer. You remember when I got the letter. I remember. But she didn't say who it was. She never answered my letters after that. Oh, that lousy double cross. Well, you went up for 10 to 20, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, I guess she never counted on me making it an eight and time off for good behavior. But eight years is a long time for a young girl to wait, Joe. Mike Malloy's a fine guy to throw me over for. Well... Makes it dandy. Double dandy. 
It'll be a pleasure to kill them both. Oh, how can you talk that way, Joe? It's Christmas. Christmas is for people who don't know no better. Kids and idiots. Oh, Joe, listen to me now. Forget all about Malloy and Lucille. You got a chance to make a new life for yourself. Like I'm doing. I can get you a job where I'm working. I'm sure I can. What are you doing? I'm Santa Claus in the toy department at Brighton's department store. Ain't no future in that. You're going to be out of work day after tomorrow. No, I'm not. They promised to keep me on. Doing what? Minding the reindeer? Well, Mr. Brighton believes in giving guys like us a chance. Now, that's why I'm sure that you can get a job there. You come down tomorrow and talk to him. I'll talk to him after Christmas. Hey, good. Oh, say. How about coming over to my sister's house for Christmas dinner day after tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, I might even do that. Good. You see, Joe, there ain't no sense in carrying around hatred in your heart, especially at Christmas time. So let Malloy and Lucille have their Christmas in peace. Oh, they'll have their Christmas all right. Their last Christmas. But then it'll be your last one, too. Uh-huh. I just got to figure different. Never mind the gun. I'll get my own gun tomorrow. But there is one thing I want from you. What's that, Joe? Tomorrow night, I want to borrow your Santa Claus suit. Holiday hustle make you queasy, stomach nervous and uneasy, then... Doodle, you know about the little white tablets In the little green pocket row Just a-waiting for the moment when you need them To bring your acid indigestion under control Tums are the little white tablets In the little green pocket row Tums for the tummy, T-U-M-S Bring relief quicker than you'd ever guess Best for any kind of acid distress Keep them handy in the pocket row Keep your tummy under Tums control Yes, during the busy, bustling season, get quick relief from annoying acid indigestion. Always carry Tums, ten cents, three-roll pack, a quarter. Or get the new six-roll pack with free metal carrier, 49 cents. And now, starring Mr. Raymond Burr, Act Three of Out for Christmas. did my Christmas shopping for a gun. That night, I wrapped Charlie's Santa Claus suit into a bundle, took a bus out to the subdivision where Malloy and Lucille had a house. I ducked into an alley behind the supermarket and pulled on the red suit, whiskers and all. It was going to be so easy, I had to laugh. You couldn't want a better disguise on Christmas Eve for murder. I didn't have any trouble finding the house, a little box of a house like all the others in the street and decorated with colored lights like all the others. Nobody saw me, even if they had. Who has a better right than Santa Claus to be on the streets Christmas Eve? The gun felt cold in my pocket as I closed my fist around it and pushed the bell. Even it was wired for Christmas. Yes? Merry Christmas. 
Why, it's Santa Claus. Aren't you going to ask me in? Well, my husband isn't home yet. That's all right. I'll come in and wait for him. I don't understand. If you don't believe in Santa Claus anymore, Lucille, you ought to... Who are you? Don't you recognize my voice? Well, you... You sound like... Joe. Oh, no. Good old Joe. He was going to wait for me. No matter how long it took. Joe, I thought you were... In the cooler for keeps, uh-uh. I told you I'd come back for you. Here I am. Well, you're too late, Joe. Yeah, so I hear. How come you didn't wait, Lucille? I... I fell in love. With the guy who sent me to prison... Well, no good cop. He didn't send you to prison, Joe. You were guilty. I'd have beat the rap if he hadn't testified the way he, he did. He had to testify that way. He was only telling the truth. Yeah, so he could get me out of the way and steal my girl. Joe, you've got things all twisted. It all happened afterwards. I only met him at your trial. We fell in love afterwards. When I couldn't protect myself. Oh, Joe, I'm sorry. It just happened. You're telling me. Where is the fuzz? Who? The copper, your old man. He's still on duty. Working overtime to put the arm on some stiff on Christmas Eve? When will he be home? I, I expect him any time now. Good. I'm going to be glad to see him. Why, when you hate him so? Well, you see, I... I promised him something. Didn't he ever tell you? No. I promised to kill him when I got out. Joe. Tonight's the night, see? Well, you mean it. You, you've got a gun. Sure, I got a gun. And I'm going to use it. On both of you. Both of us? You both double-crossed me. I could kill you first, but... I think I'll wait till your old man comes home. Ought to be interesting to see how he acts. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if he tried to make a deal with me. A deal? Yeah, like shoot my wife but let me go free. What a terrible thing to say. You'll see what kind of a creep you married. Joe, do it then. But do it because I ask you. Kill me and let him go. Ah, I come to get you both. And I'm going to get you both. Together. And how about some music while we're waiting? Turn on the radio. I... Go on, turn it on. He... He made you happy, Lucy? Yeah, Joe. Very. You made him happy? I hope so. That's nice. Because tonight you're both going to make me happy. By becoming very dead. It's too loud. What's that? Oh, little Lucy, the radio woke her. You got kids? Yeah. Where are you going? I had to look in on her and quiet Don't cry nothing funny. I'll be right behind you. Oh, there now, honey. There, there. It's all right. Mommy just turned the radio on too loud. I'm scared, Mommy. Uh, Mommy! Look behind you. It's Santa Claus. Yes, dear. Santa Claus. Oh, Mikey. Mikey, wake up. Huh? Mikey, look. It's Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. I want to see Santa Claus. And now, 
starring Mr. Raymond Burr, Act Four of Out for Christmas. That time to jam the gun back into my pocket before those two kids were wide awake and all over me, grabbing at my red suit, pulling at my phony whiskers, pushing me into a chair. Did you bring me a present, Santa Claus, did you? Are you in your Santa? Sit down, Mike. You don't want to sit on his lap. Let's see who'll get rid of these kids. Oh, I can't. Where's my present, Santa? Well, I... Well, what did I... you do with the reindeers? What did you do with the reindeers? Well, they're, they're parked outside, Mikey, uh, on the roof. Did you come down the chimney? Oh, yeah, sure. Well, no, you see, it's an asbestos suit. Now, right. listen, you you kids ought to go back to bed. Oh, no, Santa, please, we want our presents. I want to see the reindeer. See, you've got to get them off me. I'm so excited, Joe. They've never entertained Santa Claus before. I ain't no Santa Claus. To them you are. Yeah. Santa Claus? Oh, what, what? I want to kiss you. Me too, me too. Don, I'm all right, you kids. Now, 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 listen to me. Yes, Santa Claus, I'm listening. Me too. Well, you've got to go back to bed now. Well, I want my presents. Me too. You'll, you'll get your presents in the morning when you wake up. There they'll be under the tree. You promise? I promise. Now, now you run off to bed. Now, I can't, I, I got to get going. Now, you, you wouldn't want the other boys and girls to miss their presents because I've been goofing off with you, would you? No, that wouldn't be fair. All right, then. Off to bed you go. All right. Come on, Mikey. Merry Christmas, Santa Claus. Me too. Yeah. Merry Christmas, kids. And uh, good night. Good night. Come on, Mikey. Oh, Joe. Don't let her forget that. Yeah, well, I... Merry Christmas, honey. I'm sorry I'm late. Hey, what's this? It's Joe Watson, Mike. Joe Watson? What the devil are you doing here? He came to kill us. What? Well, Take it easy, Mike. Here's my gun. You... You changed your mind? Uh-huh. Your kids changed my mind. They thought he was really Santa Claus, darling. They, they were so excited. Well, Mike, you, you can send me up again. Better to go back for a parole violation, I guess, than for murder. Well, uh, wait a minute. Uh, we got to have a complaining witness. You want to make a complaint, Lucille? No, Mike. I want to thank Joe for giving the kids the best Christmas of their lives. Well, I haven't any complaint then. Merry Christmas, Joe. I still say Christmas is for people who don't know no better. Like kids and idiots. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Suspense, in which Raymond Burr starred in Out for Christmas, 
Written, produced, and directed by William N. Robeson. In just a moment, the names of the supporting players and a word about next week's story of suspense. Christmas Eve on CBS Radio, Bing Crosby invites you to celebrate Christmas with the world on our fourth annual Christmas Sing with Bing. With Bing as your guide and CBS Radio as your magic carpet, you'll visit Rome to hear the Vatican Choir. There, too, you'll hear the sound of the bells of St. Peter's as they ring for the holiday mass. On our Christmas Sing with Bing, you'll visit New York and Salt Lake City, Canada, Australia, Holland, France, even places like Hawaii, Alaska, and the Fiji Islands, where carolers and choirs will be waiting to sing the traditional Christmas songs with you. To add to the excitement this year, Mrs. Bing Crosby, Catherine Grant, will be at her husband's side. Whether you spend Christmas Eve at home or out on the highway heading for a holiday destination, join us right here on CBS Radio as most of these same stations present our fourth annual Christmas Sing with Bing. Supporting Raymond Burr in Out for Christmas were Joan Banks, Lillian Bayef, Charles Seal, Carl Swenson, Howard McNear, and Dick Beals. Listen. Listen again next week when we return with Mr. Frank Lovejoy, starring in the 32nd of December. Another tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. This is the CBS Radio Network. is suspense a good one out for christmas december 21st 1958 starring raymond burr and um the guy he goes and visits trying to get a gun from him howard mcnear you you thought it sounded like a woman huh at first yeah i thought it was in my brain i saw a woman but <laughs> i i realized it was not yes andy he was actually floyd the barber on the andy griffith show right. you know and uh and he was on Gunsmoke. he played um uh, Doc, he was Doc on Gunsmoke, did a lot of TV and a lot of radio. Um, hope you enjoyed that. Great episode uh, with a bunch of different sponsors. It was fun to hear those sponsors like Scripto and Fitch Shampoo, Tums, <laughs> four-way cold tablets. Hope you enjoyed that. Time now for This Month in Music History. All right, we are still going back to 1975. I think you've heard of this one. Queen. Just killed a man. Yep. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, indeed. So written by Freddie Mercury for the 75 album called A Night at the Opera, which um, I loved in 1975. It's a six-minute song and has become Queen's most popular song. One of the best songs of all time. Rock songs, anyway. I agree. Good one. It's like a rock opera. Exactly. What a voice. I would have to say he's better than me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a limb and say Freddie Mercury sings better than me. Better than you do. Better okay. than I do. <laughs> Just by a hair. Just a hair. 
Again, I'm going to go. But with he wins. Our, he I'm going to go with our caller and say that I don't want to insult you. So. I, I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to be magnanimous about this and give it to him. I just watched this movie on air on the airplane. Uh, yeah. Last, on your private ago. jet or no? When I went to Arizona and I really oh. enjoyed it. <laughs> why don't with, with four private jets? Why don't you take that? Why don't you take? You know, those? gas is so expensive right now. <laughs> it's cheaper. It's cheaper to go on a commercial airlines. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. All right, more of Hollywood 360 after this short break. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. In our next hour, a lot of fun. The Jimmy Durante Christmas show of 1948. Plus, we'll play Quote This. That's right. right These are all uh, famous quotes from Saturday Night Live. You'll see. Oh, so you're going to give me a quote? Are you going to play a clip or what's? how does it work? I'm just going to act it out for you. You're going to just do like... I'll uh, do all the parts. Wah, wah, wah. Debbie Downer. That's right. That's me. All right. Stick around. More of Hollywood 360 in our next hour. Hey everybody, Jared Sebastian, host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.